Hello and welcome to this edition of the Script Podcast, where we are going to have a dialogue with the CEO of Canadian Biotech, Providence Therapeutics. I am Vibha Ravi, sub-editor with Script and Pink Sheet, and joining me today is Mr. Brad Sorensen. His company is working on a COVID-19 vaccine using mRNA technology, which most of you must have heard about by now. Welcome, Mr. Sorensen. Thank you for having me, Vipa. Thank you. I'm sure many of us are keen to know more about your plans for this vaccine. So first up, how did you go about setting capabilities for an mRNA vaccine? Providence Therapeutics was founded in 2015 with a focus on oncology. And we've been working with mRNA vaccines in oncology since early 2017. And so we had a lot of experience in designing and and manufacturing of messenger RNA vaccines. And so when the pandemic, you know, happened in early 2020, uh, we were very in in a great position to respond and to pivot to do a COVID vaccine. That's great to know. Now you have two COVID-19 vaccine candidates, PTX COVID-19B and PTX COVID-19LT. So how do these two differ in composition and or their action? So the our, our first program, the PTX COVID-B, is very similar to the approved mRNA vaccines right now. It's the full spike protein, and it's focused on a B-cell mediated response. And so that's, you know, it's, it's very similar to what's what's already out there. The LT version uh, that we're working on is involves additional targets that are associated with coronaviruses beyond the spike protein, and it's designed to elicit um, not only a humoral response but also a, a very robust and what we're hoping for is a long-term response. Uh, hence the LT nomenclature. Uh, we're hoping that with with a stronger T cell response across uh, a wider range of of targets within the COVID structure, that we can achieve a a more durable response, so that people won't need to be boosted as often. Okay, so could you give us some color on the phase two clinical trials for the first one, which is PTX COVID nineteen B? Is this a comparative trial against the Pfizer vaccine? Where is it being conducted and when is the candidate expected to move to phase three? So our phase two trial is is being run in Canada and it is a, a positive control trial. Uh, so the trial is it's it's currently enrolling. Uh, we've been enrolling participants for for over a month now and uh, and it's progressing nicely. So we we anticipate concluding our phase two trial before the end of the year, and uh, and to be in phase three for a pivotal trial in uh, Q1 of of 2022. You already have multiple manufacturing and marketing partnerships in place. Uh, as far as I know, uh, it's Biological E in India, Everest Medicines in China, and Emergent Biosolutions in Canada. So how many doses will Providence and its partners produce? So in North America between, and there's one additional partner that wasn't mentioned, which is Northern RNA out of Calgary, but between Northern RNA 
and emergent uh, biosolutions, we believe that we can do 200 million doses a year fill finish, and we can do an additional 100 to 200 million doses formulated bulk, and so that we could then ship that formulated bulk to our partners in in India at Biologic E, or they could use their larger fill finish capacity to fill finish that. Our partner Biologic E is is in the process of scaling up and adding capacity with a target of a minimum 600 million doses per year and an ideal target of 1 billion doses per year. The most recent partnership that was signed is with uh, Everest Medicines, and they are building a facility in Shanghai uh, as, as we speak. We're still looking and doing an analysis as to what uh, what's the appropriate production that will go into that facility, but it, it will be in the hundreds of millions of doses. So just, you know, to get the uh, math right, you said that uh, between northern RNA and emergent, you plan to produce around 100 million doses worth of bulk, which will then be sent to Biological E. Is that right? My understanding correct? So in North America, between northern and, and emergent, we can do 200 million doses of, of finished product, vile product. We can do an additional 100 to 200 million of formulated bulk that we could then ship to Biologic E. Biologic E is targeting between 600 million and 1 billion doses. All told, we expect between North America and India, we expect to be comfortably between 1 billion and 1.5 billion in production. Okay, so Biological E will produce these doses 600 to 1 billion a year based on the technology transfer that would happen between the two companies, I assume? Yep. Okay, now, uh, with countries like Canada, India, and China, you know, which are well into their immunization programs, do you see a vaccine more as an option for a booster dose? Uh, certainly, we believe that there's there's a robust uh, opportunity for booster doses, and so that's you know that is definitely one of the plans is for us to run a our partner Biologic E is is planning on running a booster trial in India to get licensure for booster. We're going to continue on and, and get what we refer to as sort of the primary approval for uh, our vaccine, our, our two-shot treatment for the prevention of COVID. We still believe that there's a very large population in the Southern Hemisphere that, that needs access to, uh, to vaccine, and um, particularly in South America and, and Africa, that we believe is, is currently being unmet. So we think that's that's important that we're able to produce vaccines for those for, the, for those territories. Biological E has already begun uh, clinical trials in India for the vaccine to be used as a booster shot. They have not started, but they are planned. Thank you. So, what's the status of Providence's participation in WHO's solidarity trials, and is Covax going to be your mode of supplying low and middle income countries? or this is going to be directly through the partners that you've tied up with? So we're still in, in, in discussions with the WHO as it relates to COVAX, and we still we have the doses ready. 
you know, we're, we're hopeful that COVAX is going to be, or, I mean, that's right, the WHO will be able to have the solidarity trial up and running and, and recruiting uh, as, as early as possible. As, as it relates to COVAX, we know, you know, our, our partner Biologic E is, is very familiar with COVAX, UNICEF, you know, a number of, of pathways in order to supply low-income countries with, uh, with vaccines. It's something that they've been doing for decades and do it very well. That's, that's why we chose them as a partner is because we're new to this space and, uh, you know, with regards to serving the needs of, of low-income countries, they're very experienced. And so that was, that was one of the primary reasons that we chose to work with Biologic Key. Uh, so apart from the vaccines we spoke about, Providence is in initial stages of uh, developing cancer vaccines using uh, mRNA technology, uh, with the lead one being against ovarian cancer. So is it too early to comment on these, or you would like to elaborate a bit on the progress so far? Just that we're we're very uh, anxious to restart the program. We, we believe we have a very good cancer program. We believe that this is this is going to be important for patients that have that have a, a pressing need. You know, we're frustrated that we had to pause our uh, our phase one cancer program just before we went into the clinic in 2020 because of the pandemic. And so we're very anxious to restart that program. And we hope to do so in the next in the next six months. So would this be using uh, remote clinical, uh, you know, methods as well? The cancer program is 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 personalized mRNA cancer vaccines. So we actually each vaccine is unique to the uh, to the patient. We get a sample of their tumor. We sequence the tumor. We identify the antigens of of interest, and we build a vaccine that is specific for that patient. It's it's as cutting edge as you can get when it relates to personalized immunotherapy. Okay, uh, so let's talk about bankrolling these projects. Uh, Providence uh, was to receive nearly $10 million from the Next Generation Manufacturing Supercluster. And you've in the past requested up to $150 million from the Canadian government. So what's the external funding you've received so far? And what is the plan going ahead? Will you look at PE funding or public funding uh, or other sources? The total funding that we've received from the Canadian government to date is approximately $10 million. We received uh, $3.5 million from the Next Generation Supercluster that you referred to. The, the $10 million award was the total project value of which they funded 50%. And there was two partnerships, two companies that were involved in that project, ourselves and Northern RNA. And that was on a 70-30 basis. So our total, what we received from the government was $3.5 million for, for, from the NGEN grant. We've received approximately just under $10 million from the NRC, National Research Council, for our phase one and um, clinical trial. We believe we're going to be receiving funding for them uh, up to $10 million for our phase two trial. And that's that's the extent of the external funding that we've received from the Canadian government. So which are the other uh, funding paths that you're looking to tap? Would you go for PE funding or would you look for a listing, public listing? So so we've, 
as, as announced a couple of weeks ago, with our collaboration with uh, Everest Medicines, we received an upfront of $100 million. So that's supporting our, our program. There is some upfront as it relates to the Biologic E uh, deal as well. We have a couple other deals that are in advanced stages that will also provide additional capital for us to advance the program. Um, ultimately, I expect that we will, in, in Q1 of next year, uh, go and have an additional round of financing. And you know, we've we've had some initial discussions with funds as it relates to that financing. Okay, so when you say funds, is this PE funds? This is this is um, large capital investment funds. Um, okay. I expect that when we do our next round of financing, that we'll be financing in the range of about four hundred million dollars. Right. Uh, so just to clarify this, you're saying by uh, Q1 you expect to go for another round of financing of approximately four hundred million dollars. Uh, that's what we would expect at this time. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Sorensen. It was really nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hello, listeners. I hope you found this uh, podcast interesting. If you're not already subscribed to pharma intelligence products like Script Intelligence and Pink Sheet, you can begin with a free trial by registering on our sites. Bye for now, and I hope we'll have you listening in to our forthcoming podcast as well.